Good morning and welcome to PCC, where we are worshiping Jesus Christ, living out God's love and transforming community by the Holy Spirit. I'm glad you're here. We hosted Presbytery yesterday, uh, Los Ranchos Presbytery. They all came from far away and gathered, and it was a huge success. Thank you uh, to Sharon and the deacons for setting that up. Um, just making sure that we had this place firing on all cylinders, and then also Nora, my assistant, are just amazing. It was a really good day. Um, a lot to praise God for. Mark, um, a lot of reasons to praise God. One of them is choir's back, and I couldn't be more excited for that. Yeah, round of applause. Excited to hear them lead us in worship. Um, another thing, Dusty's in the building. Dusty's in the building. And it's just a, that's a wonderful day, right? It's a, there's a lot of reasons to praise the Lord. There's a lot of stuff coming up. Make sure you look at your orders of worship and your bulletins. Um, we have senior options. That's this Wednesday. We have lunch bunch. That's next Wednesday. We got a hand-foot game coming up. We got a women's retreat coming up. Um, that sounds like a disease somebody said. No, I looked it up, I looked it up online. It's a legit game, and it sounds really fun, actually. Uh, I'm reading it. We're coming up on World Communion. That's what all the flags are about, and it's fall. Um, so make sure you come back next Sunday where we break bread together, and there's just a celebration of how churches all around the world um, have the same God that that's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead living in them as well as in us. And we can even start celebrating that any Sunday, right? Um, let's stand up and greet each other with a holy fist bump. Would you please stand with me for this morning's call to worship? Our call to worship comes from Psalm 105 today, and I'm reading from the King James Version. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him, sing praises unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Let's worship the Lord singing Solid Rock.
and sit during the worship song. So if you guys want to stand or sit, be free. Uh, who's excited that Dusty's here today? Yeah? We've been, we've been praying for, for Dusty, you're the, you're the most excited? Okay. We've been praying for Dusty a lot, and um, some of you know his, uh, his journey. Make sure you say hey to him uh, in some way, shape, or form if you haven't yet today. Um, there is a scripture in John that says this. Uh, the tail end of it says, uh, and we know this, that as he is in this world, so are we. And so I often think of that verse not just in how I choose to look at people, but uh, Wayne playing the drums today, I see Dusty playing through Wayne as well. And uh, as you worship, will you remember that not only will we be trying to redirect our focus towards the deity that designed us, but we're also recognizing that same deity in whose image we are designed. So love one another as you worship today, too. It's a different mindset to add into the one you already carry, okay? Let's worship.
worship you and I are called to love you and I are forgiven and free when you and I embrace surrender you and I choose to
Just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have acquired. You search much deeper. Through the way things appear, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. King of endless words, no one deserves how much you deserve. I've made 
It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made. When it's all about you. Thank you, band. And especially thank you for Psalm 40, one of my favorites. God has given us many guides to follow as Christians. We have the commandments and God's word in Scripture, just as the Israelites did who followed the law. God said, I will write it on their hearts. We are called to love the Lord our God with all our hearts and mind and strength and our neighbors as ourselves. We have made promises to be Christ's faithful disciples and to show his love to our life's end. Although we fail to fulfill these baptismal vows, God's faithful love endures forever. Confident of God's grace, let us confess our sin and the sin of this world. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have refused to hear the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Know that God is rich in mercy. We are saved by God's grace. Live in the assurance that as we confess our sin through Christ's intervention on our behalf, we are forgiven. Be thankful and live as one who has been raised to new life. In Jesus Christ, I declare we are forgiven. Thanks be to God.
Come praise the Lord. Right? Yes. It's so good to have you back. Another round of applause, please, for the uh, just basking in the fact that the choir's back is so good. So, so good. We're in a series on the Psalms. Once again, I want to commend you. Um, read your Psalms. Read your Bible. Um, the reason we sang Psalm 40 is because I'm preaching on Psalm 40. And I can't uh, overstate how big of an impact it was for the band U2 in the 80s to set that psalm to, to music. That was what we sang. And when I was a child, um, there was rock and roll was distinctively not Christian. And we had choir music, which was distinctively Christian. And I was in a world where I was falling in love with rock and roll. And in comes this band from Ireland, little band from Ireland named U2. I remember having a conversation. Anyone my generation will remember this. Raise your hand if U2 played a part in your life at all. Okay, so this is to those people with their... Do you remember, I remember having a conversation, which is going to be a bigger band, Midnight Oil or U2? <laughs> Do you, does anybody remember that conversation? There were two Christian bands that were in the middle of everything. And U2 was one of them. This is my first contact with songs. Um, And as I was preparing, just this is, that's my introduction point one. My introduction point two is, I've been saying this since week one, read your psalms, but I should be, should have been saying with a disclaimer um, as I was preparing for this sermon, what first came out onto paper was too personal to preach. And sometimes as, as a pastor, this happens every once in a while. God gives me a message for me, and it's distinctively different than a, a message that I'm supposed to preach to the people that are in my care. And I, I link that, and I think both times it was in the Psalms. This is a deeply personal book. Like I said, it's like reading someone's journal. These are songs that hit to the heart. And when you sit and you read with it, you actually sit and allow God's word to speak into you. The disclaimer is, He'll go places you don't want him to go. He'll go into the the parts of you that you're not ready to emotionally deal with and wrestle with. And that happened to me. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So I saved that sermon in my journal, and I wrote another one. And that's what you're going to be getting. Um, We're going to be reading Psalm 40. This is the longest psalm I think I've picked in the series. But it's worth it. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock 
making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Happy are those who make the Lord their trust, who do not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after false gods. You have multiplied, O Lord, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you. Were I to proclaim and tell to them, they would be more than can be counted. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, here I am. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O oh my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O oh Lord. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Do not, O Lord, withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep me safe forever. For evils have encompassed me without number. My iniquities have overtaken me until I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. And my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let all those be put to shame and confusion who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who desire my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, aha, aha. But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. This is the word of the Lord. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, preach through me, use me. I pray that my words would fall to the floor and be quickly forgotten, and your word through me. changes and all God's people said hmm. there's a lot there when I first started preaching uh, here when I became your pastor our first series was on the Sabbath does anybody remember it and I said it then, and I'll say it again, and I've said it probably numerous times, um, there's a key ingredient in prayer that we often miss, we often lack, and this psalmist reminds us of it this morning. That key ingredient is waiting. Ask yourselves, when's the last time you waited for anything? Do you remember the time before cell phones and you were just stuck not knowing stuff? 
Did you, Elsie, did you find the, the Filipino flag? No, it's not up there. Anyway, before the service, Elsie was looking for the Filipino flag in the, in the world flags. And I don't even know what the Filipino flag looks like. And I said, would you find it so I don't have to wear, watch, look at Google? <laughs> uh, and then add to that, when's the last time you waited on the Lord? Henry Nouwen says, prayer is creating space for God to move. That's not how I define prayer in most of my days. Prayer is a laundry list of God th- for, for God, things God I, I want God to do or complaints. Our lives as sojourners, as followers of Jesus on this journey continues to be, and I think will always be, Stand still and wait more. So he waits. I waited patiently for the Lord. And he looks back and he, you get this visual of God leaning and listening. He inclined and heard my cry. That's what I taught. God heard my cry. Has God heard your cry? Can I get a loud amen? Amen. God listens to little old us. And he drew me out of the pit. My translation says desolate pit. The Jewish Bible says roiling pit. The word literally means right there, pit of noise. He drew me out of this noisy world. He drew me out of all the voices, all the that goes on through your life. And he set my feet upon the rock. I got a picture of when my son was little, being covered in mud, <laughs> right? And remember when, you, I don't know if your parents in here will identify with this story. He was so disgusting, you couldn't, like, he was so covered in mud, not disgusting, but he was just, like, just covered in mud. And I remember picking him up on putting him on the sink, you know, and putting him in there. Do you remember putting kids in the sink? And I had one of those detachable things that goes, and I just started spraying him like that. He set my feet upon the rock. He pulled me out of this noisy mess, and he put me on the rock. Right? And then, then the psalmist picks, we, we will sing a new song. When I hear that, I can't help but think of this. I did a wedding uh, for this 
I was a college pa- or as youth pastor and then a college pastor in San Antonio, Texas. And this kid was a youth, and then he was a college student. And then he ended up going to SC and being a part of our lives still as we moved back to California. And his name was Addison, and um, he ended up marrying a girl named Anna. And I was a plever- like I was honored to do the officiate the wedding. And what stands out isn't anything to do with the wedding. It had to do with the rehearsal dinner. And um, it was, it set apart. It was an amazing rehearsal dinner because he was fortunate enough to have his great grandfather with him. And he was, he had all these family members, Addison and Anna had all these, and she was Romanian right there. Shout out to Cornell. Uh, And she had all these uh, Romanian family in the room and this, Mutual friend of us, uh, uh, like a, he was an elder in San Antonio, a guy named Trent Timberlake. He stood up and he basically gave a sermon and he gave it on this verse. And he was talking about, he started with Addison, you have this song. You have this song and you've been moving through your life and your, your actions have gone through valleys and there's been moments of turmoil and struggle but your song is your song and it has a tune it has a melody it has it has beauty Anna your song's in Romanian but it's a song and it's got all these different twists and all these different turns and on Saturday, on tomorrow, at this wedding, these songs will become one. And it won't be two distinct songs. It will be forevermore one song weaving in and out. And this psalmist is thinking of that. Think. And Mitchell, you have a song. Wayne, you got a song. Stevie? Susan? Malia, I always pick on you. Malia? (laughs) Mike? We have all these songs. The psalmist is picturing the day after. Triumphal entry. We're all in the kingdom. Elizabeth Van Dorn. Her song will come back in. We'll have this new song and it'll be all these different cultures. I should be preaching this next week because it's World Communion Sunday, but God's words, I don't know, sometimes it's right now. All these songs woven together to make this new song. If you're looking at this, this psalm, you're like, this is going to be a four-hour sermon. <laughs> Those are the two points I want to drill down on. But I also want to make note of a couple other things. One is Bono and you two. They sum up the rest of the psalm with the question, how long? And that's not a bad summary. How long do we have to sit in this? 
We have this new song coming. How long, Lord, till we get to sing with Elizabeth and we, we get to sing with our parents who have passed. We get to sing with our friends. Um, we get pulled out of the mire of this current noise for good. But another way, I think it's really important to look at this, these next sections and get the point, and I'll just say them. Um, he goes into the new songs and he starts talking about being grateful for the multitudes upon multitudes of ways that God has blessed the psalmist. And then he moves into confession. And he says, my sins are crushing me. They outnumber the, is it the stars or is it the sand? The hairs on your head. There's a humility there, right? There's a crushness. There's a, and then he ends with a plea. He ends with an ask for help, a cry for help. What do you get from that? The other day I was talking to a congregant, and they were saying, I was trying to pray to God. But then the laundry list started coming into my head. And then the stuff I needed to get done had to um, start to overwhelm me. So what I meant to be a 30-minute prayer at the beach turned into a five-minute prayer at the beach. And then 25 minutes of me just looking around and looking on my phone and emailing people and calling people and that kind of thing. What do I do, Jay? I say, read Psalm 40. I don't, it's, no, it's no surprise to anyone in here that I'm ADHD, is it? <laughs> I highly relate with this psalm. Because as, as, a, as, a, as a child growing up in the church, I was, I was always taught Acts. Does anybody remember Acts? Adoration, confession, supplication, thanksgiving. And then what's the last one? Well, it's just Acts. Oh, yeah, I twisted it. I'm ADHD and dyslexic. Okay, we're discovering stuff today. Uh, okay, okay, it makes some things make sense. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't follow that. I don't know if you're like me, but my life's messy. Sometimes I'm adoring God, then all of a sudden something comes into my head and I need to confess something. Sometimes it gets way out of order, and this Psalm 40 is not Acts. It's, hey God, I think you're amazing. I hope you kill my enemies. (laughs) <laughs> I, I hope you wipe them off the face of the earth. And just to be, that's where it got too personal. That's where it got too personal. That's where God had some things to say with me and not anyone else here. And he doesn't, 
end with supplication. He ends on his knees. He ends broken. He ends saying, he starts with, I'm waiting, and I just waited, and you picked me up, and then it ends with, I'm tired of waiting, show up. Application, it's all mixed up, and it's all okay. Application, talk with God. Talk with God. Have a conversation with God. And if it's a grocery list that comes up, tell God your grocery list. If it's what you have to do, invite God to be in what you're doing. Fill in it. He, he wants to meet with you. And I also want to point out at sunset, our Hebrew brothers and sisters, our Jewish brothers and sisters, will be celebrating Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. I think the deepest point of this psalm is when he is, the psalmist, is crushed, recognizing his own sin. And I don't think that's a bad place to end a sermon. And I wish we had kneeling stations in the sanctuary sometimes. Because this next song, it would be awesome to sing in kneeling stations. Um, But in lieu of that, let's stay seated and put our hands out in a posture of brokenness, kind of hands out in front of you. And let's sing together. I surrender all.
that song and then Calling for the Offering reminds me of a guy named Tony Campolo. I ever heard of Tony Campolo? He says, uh, with the new covenant, there is no more tithing. Because that song, we're not, I'm, okay. Offering is now received. <laughs> Who in here could just listen to that for the rest of the day? Right? Gosh, it's so beautiful. Thank you, Micah. You're so amazing at music.
I'll finish my Tony Campolo story, right? I, uh, notice we don't sing, I surrender 10%. I surrender 10%. The new covenant is we surrender all. And we give back as a giving thanks. It's just a portion, and it's, a, it's actually not out of guilt. We give out, we give back because it keeps us a part of this adventure. Put your hands out, and I'll pray for over this offering. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, thank you for blessing us with everything you've blessed us with, with the multitudes of things. I pray that as we give back this portion, you hear us saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you hear us also saying, put us in, coach. Use us, use this money, use these ties, use these gifts, use our lives to your glory. And all God's people said, let's stand and sing the doxology. The psalmist from Psalm 34 cries out, I will always, always praise the Lord with all my heart. I will praise the Lord. Let those who are helpless listen and be glad to the one and only God who has promised to never leave or forsake us. Let us take our prayers and petitions to him. Please pray with me. Holy, merciful, and magnificent God, we do indeed praise you this morning and thank you for the multitude of blessings you have already bestowed on us this very day the breath in our lungs, a restful night of sleep, a nutritional breakfast. So many in this world, and even some right here in Costa Mesa, do not have a roof over their head and are food insecure. Show us, O Lord, how we can help how our resources can make a difference to those who have so very little. We pray for our world that thirsts for you, even if they don't know it. Pour your living water, O Lord, on your parched people. We continue to pray for Ukraine and its citizens. 
We pray for their protection and for an end to this heinous war. Bind the resources of the enemy and change their hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. We lift our prayers for the thousands in Morocco displaced because of the earthquake and thousands more in Libya displaced because of the torrential flooding. We pray that world relief will sustain them and help rebuild their lives. Protect them, Lord. You sustain them, Lord. If there is anything that we can do to help, put a Holy Spirit prompting on our hearts. Almighty Father, we pray for our country and the deep divisions that separate us. We pray, Lord, for reconciliation among our citizens and a spirit of working together for the common good. We pray that our representatives in Congress will reach consensus and avoid a government shutdown this week. We pray against any spirit of division in Jesus' name. Give our elected officials wisdom and a path to find common ground. Lord, there are so many needs right here around us. We lift up Steve, Georgina, and Kevin in anticipation of their surgeries this week. Give wisdom to their physicians. Guide the hand of their surgeons. We pray for your healing touch on each one. May they approach their surgeries with peace in their hearts, Lord, knowing that you have them in the palm of your hand. Restore Steve, Georgina, and Kevin to full health in Jesus' name. We continue to pray for your healing touch on Patty, Buzz, Keith, Pat, Chuck, Terry, Amber, and those we name silently in our hearts. Lavish each one with your mercy, grace, and healing, Jesus. Thank you that you hold every spoken and silent prayer in your almighty hands. We praise you, O Lord. With all our hearts, we praise you. We continue to praise you taught your disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Please stand for our sending hymn, Here I Am, Lord.
Make sure you remember senior options, but go forth hearing this benediction. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you, and may the peace of Christ, the shalom, the wholeness of Christ, guard your hearts today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.